Welcome to the Disruptive Enterprise from MTM Technologies, a podcast series that discusses technology disruptions and uncovers how businesses can leverage technology to address these disruptions, turning them into powerful opportunities for sustainability and profitability. This series is brought to you by Citrix. MTM Technologies is a Citrix Platinum Solutions partner. Please welcome our host, Gregory J. Turner, Chief Information Officer and Chief Revenue Officer at MTM Technologies. Welcome to our continuing podcast series at the Disruptive Enterprise. In previous podcasts and articles on our website, we have discussed customer experience and expectations, Citrix managed services, and cybersecurity. All these things are important to running your business. However, one of the most critical steps any organization can take is improving the employee experience. Today, we're going to explore how Citrix Workspace with Intelligence can improve the employee experience and increase overall business performance. According to researchers, employee experience is today's single biggest indicator of business success. Gallup says that companies with engaged employees are 21% more productive than those without. A workforce study from Towers Watson indicates that these engaged employees can maintain operating margins three times higher than the competitors. Given the results, what is holding companies back from improving the employee experience? Unfortunately, it may be the very technology we are all trying to implement for business success that is causing a drag on our employees. Today's workers are dealing with what appears to be an endless stream of apps and logins. According to McKinsey Global Institute, they are spending the equivalent of one full workday each week simply searching systems and hunting down information. Plus, they often face many manual repetitive tasks. Today on the podcast to discuss these issues with me, I'm pleased to be joined by Ray Wolf, managing partner of A2K Partners a Citrix partner offering consulting and implementation services for Citrix Workspace with Intelligence. Ray is a founding member and managing partner of A2K Partners. He is the former co-founder of Social Determinant Labs, the former CEO of Active Cyber and Green Integrated Services. Ray is a thought leader on employee engagement and brings three decades of global business experience across a range of industries as well as different growth stages from startup to established enterprise. Ray's success across multiple business segments can be attributed to his strength in building human capital strategies, developing a culture of innovation, and demystifying the complexity into actionable elements. We are thrilled to have him here today and help us tackle this disruptive phenomenon. Welcome to the Disruptive Enterprise, Ray. Greg, thank you. It's awesome to be here, and uh, this is a terrific topic to be talking about. We are now realizing some major improvements in employee experience, and there are a number of organizations that are readily embracing it and experiencing uh, productivity and profitability improvements. We're excited to talk about it. We, we do see this as a way to address some of the disruption in, in your marketplace and your business. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, Ray, could you tell me what you think of when you hear the words employee engagement? Well, when we think of, you know, first, if we step back, if you're running a business 
one of your biggest investments is really around people. And, and I like to use the term human capital. And um, if you think about it from an ROI equation, there's the denominator, which is essentially the cost for having these employees on board. And, and that's pretty much the same. You know, what we found is chasing the lowest cost isn't the most effective. But if you look at the numerator, what you get out of the employees, that's really where the big benefits could be gained. So 10% improvement on the numerator of that equation really translates into some big things in the organization. So when we think about employee experience, there's three major elements of that. One is the physical workspace and the environment that they live in. And more often today, we're finding that people are remote workers, they're nomadic, and in sometimes they're not even employees of the company. They're gig workers or temporary workers or contractors. And then we have the culture of the company, which could be an entire separate podcast. And then we have the technology and the tools that uh, we're providing to all these workers and all our resources that get work done. And uh, I, I think as we start to think about Citrix and Workspace with Intelligence, the place where it's going to have the biggest impact is really around how do we leverage the technology that we're providing to our workers to get stuff done. Excellent. No, thank you. And thank you for defining it that way. Um, so, Maybe you can tell us a little bit more about, you know, what is Citrix Workplace with Intelligence? Uh, a number of our listeners know about Citrix, um, but can you give us some more information about Citrix Workplace with Intelligence and what it provides to an organization and, and, and maybe how it begins to address this employee experience or employee engagement? Yeah, let me you know first talk about it just uh, on a technology level, and then we'll get into the business impact and the solution. So, Citrix Workspace with Intelligence takes advantage of the latest generation of microservice uh, capability and architecture, and you see many companies out there starting to engage and leverage the interfaces that exist with the applications that our our employees are having to use. Uh, there's companies, uh, well-known companies like Okta, they're using it for security. And now Citrix is using similar technology to make uh, the employee's day much more efficient. And, and tell you a little bit more about it is the challenge is, is every application we keep adding to the environment, we look at it and we're thinking it's automation, but in fact, we're starting to get application sprawl. The average employee is looking at about nine to 15 different applications that they have to go into either on a regular basis or infrequent basis to get stuff done. And now with all these applications, one, we have the challenge of training and getting them up to speed remembering where stuff is and how to move it along from a workflow perspective. And it's just getting more and more challenging. And in reality, it's really becoming a very noisy workplace with a lot of distractions. And we compare that to our consumer life, where today we can just about run our lives on a mobile device. Everything seems to integrate. We get notifications in one spot. We're at our kid's soccer game or we're at lunch and we can execute. But we just don't have that uh, 
from an employee perspective. So what Citrix is doing is essentially closing that gap. They're bringing a modern mobile experience to the workplace for efficiency, productivity. And in the end, you end up with happier employees, more engaged, and the productivity numbers are there to show it. That, that's really interesting. And, and I think you're, you're absolutely right uh, with the you know, with all the technology and innovation and all the various apps and, you know, whether it be uh, workplace apps or phone apps or whatever it may be, you know, we have this technology sprawl uh, that's really taken over the, the workspace. And, uh, and that's, uh, I think, very true in trying to, you know, bring back the productivity. Um, how difficult is it to implement and adopt uh, Citrix works, uh, workplace with intelligence. This is an area that, uh, Greg, we've been learning quite a bit. We've been implementing this technology um, that Citrix um, is developing for about the last two and a half years for Citrix and about six years with other uh, ISVs. And there's, a, there's an approach where you can get rapid time to value. The model that we subscribe to is essentially within four weeks, we're trying to get employers up to speed with um, workspace doing three to five things that are critically important to the organization. And then monthly thereafter, we add about two or four more workflows. And you can think of a workflow as in terms of things people want to get done. You just keep adding to it and you're making it more efficient. So after about a year, you end up with about 24 workflows, which have made the environment much more productive uh, for the employee. But you, the key here is to start out with a critical few where there's a high level of noise, possibly a legacy application that has no mobile experience and a poor workflow. And you get you actually bring some uh, relief to those pain points initially, and then get their buy-in. And and um, in terms of the technology layer, is uh, Citrix a workplace with intelligence something that uh, sits on top of a traditional Citrix um, solution? Uh, you know, Zen Zen apps and Zen desktop environment. You can actually, the way it's designed is you can actually deploy it independent or in an integrated fashion. So there are options to do both. Um, we're currently working with existing Citrix customers and we, we do that in an integrated fashion. Uh, it works very well with their virtual applications. However, uh, you know, entirely new customers to Citrix are starting where they're just working with the workspace with intelligence and then evaluating whether there's other products in the Citrix portfolio that make sense for them. E either way, you're getting uh, tremendous efficiency. You're getting the security that you get out of Citrix, as well as the reliability of ability to get in and, and work remotely in all these applications. With all different devices. With all different devices. I think that's probably the, the most important point is we're, we're seeing with our clients is they are designing for their employees around the employee experience. It's truly a mobile experience. Looking to get everything they need to get done during their day on their tablets or on their cell phone. And the, the browser is actually becoming and the desktop is becoming secondarily. Um, I didn't think I would see that uh, you know, in my lifetime, but the, the shift is uh, happening pretty quick.
Um, maybe just to help our listeners, if we could talk about some, um, you know, some examples or use cases that, you know, where this was a problem in this workflow and through uh, Citrix Workplace with intelligence, here's how it can be resolved. Yeah, one of the one of the personas inside of companies um, that is ubiquitous across all verticals happens to be sales. So if you think of anybody who's quota carrying inside or outside frontline management leadership, um, they're also closest to driving pipeline and driving revenue. This is one that we're seeing and getting a lot of traction. Um, and there could be um, systems of record. I'll introduce that term. Um, in lieu of an application. But if you think of a CRM, could be Salesforce or Pipedrive or Sugar CRM, everybody has access to that. And there's so many things you could do inside those systems. So when today in the current environment, when you provision and provide access to the CRM, you're basically saying, Mr. Salesperson, you have the ability to do anything and everything in here. You can search on customers, you can enter information and generate reports. Well, that's interesting, but that isn't the most efficient way to use that technology. There's typically two or three things that a sales individual needs to do on a regular basis. Generally, it's converting um, leads to opportunities which is something that we've been doing for some of the clients and actually working with Citrix internally uh, for their own use. And then we also see that uh, they want to get notified on any customer that hasn't had a change in their status in the last two weeks. They want to get a notification onto their desktop so they can take action. And then the third is generally they want to get notified uh, particularly if you're a sales leader, if there is a close win, a close loss, or a qualified deal of a certain type. So these are some very tangible use cases that are coming up. One in particular, I'll, I'll transition over um, a beta client of this product uh, we've been working with for the last year and a half, uh, Fortune 500 company. And as we started to look through and we identified possible workflows to improve, there was one that was put on the list, didn't really initially think of it being uh, that impactful, but it happened to be automating non-standard work orders. And a non-standard work order was just defined as something that didn't have a SKU, didn't fit into the system for ordering. Um, however, that happened about 25% of the time for this particular client. Well, what we discovered was the sales team didn't know where to get the non-standard work order form. And then once they sent it to the client, they didn't know where to route it internally to get it approved and for it to get processed. So we automated that with Citrix, with Workspace, with Intelligence, and we took a, a process that took roughly six weeks to accomplish down to less than six days. And as a result, the client was able to realize about five more million dollars a month in cash flow. So it was pretty. It was pretty amazing for us, and it has led us to think differently about this and say, how many non-standard items are sitting in SharePoint or ShareFile or Box or Dropbox that people have to use every day that uh, we could help them uh, move forward and uh, make them more productive. So this is really, it's not just the implementation of technology, but it's really an implementation of an improvement to your whole business process. 
Um, and, and I find that to be, you know, with the real focus on business outcomes today from our, all of our clients, you know, that that seems to be a real value add in the marketplace that you don't often see from technology solutions. Yes. As, as a matter of fact, I've uh, been in the services businesses for a couple of decades. And the key here is translating technology into why people care, which really means into business value. Um, you know, technology and the specific technology to some extent, you know, isn't really the answer is, you know, how do you design that so people can get benefit out of it? And this is probably the best example that I have seen where you can immediately translate it into benefit. Um, you know, again, literally in four weeks, you can improve the employee experience. Um, and you know, people will comment that their life is better. They're able to get stuff done. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the key points that I've, I've heard today, uh, Ray is you don't necessarily need to have a Citrix environment in, you know, investment today that you can look at this fresh with, uh, Citrix workspace with intelligence. Um, if you already have, you know, the existing infrastructure, great. We can still make dramatic improvement in your business process and, and drive some more, uh, outcomes. Um, so I think that's really interesting and, um, and maybe, you know, that's a little bit of nugget of information that are, you know, it was new to me. So I'm, I'm guessing it may be some new news to our listeners. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, I think a lot of our listeners think about is, uh, is this, is this for me? You know, is this solution that they're talking about, does this apply to my business? And, um, you know, I know that you have identified sort of the, the low-hanging fruit uh, of, you know, where this might make perfect sense for organizations. Um, you know, maybe you could walk us through that and, and what, you know, people should be thinking about in, in terms of do they have uh, a situation that might be ripe for Citrix workspace with intelligence. Happy to do that, Greg. The first one, and, and it's, it's turning out to be the largest uh, place where the benefit can be realized is if, if companies have a legacy application that they have no plans on replacing and updating that have a poor mobile experience or a poor browser experience. And, with the, the rate that technology has moved, I mean, this may have only been implemented four years ago, six years ago. Um, mobile, the mobile experience has, has uh, moved forward uh, so much faster. So, great place to get started is to, to look at that. You know, what is it that I'm trying to get done that I can't do? Um, a recent example that we had uh, is with a uh, customer. They have a deals desk. And they were getting notifications of exceptions. The client, or internally, what they wanted to do was um, it was a lower margin deal that they needed to approve, but they couldn't do it on their phone. And so it went slow. Deals took longer to actually close. They had to go back to their desktop, log into a system. So legacy applications, poor mobile experience are great. Any place there's high employee frustration. So 
there's a lot of things that we're asking our employees to do, but it really at the end of the day, there's probably three things that really matter and everything else is secondarily. So we want to get them to focus on that. And if we ask them the simple question around those critical three things that you have to get done every day, right? That people are looking at you from a performance perspective. What is inhibiting you from getting that done? What noise exists? What technology disadvantages and challenges, what's troublesome from the workflow. And that's a great place. Citrix Workspace with Intelligence also integrates with all the latest fourth generation SaaS products. And, and we know some of their names such as you know, Workday, for example, ServiceNow. Well, those are great applications and they bring a lot of value, but Citrix on top of ServiceNow and on top of Workday even bring additional advantages. The first place it shows up is really in exception handling and errors. As much as we have automated with those systems, not everything fits neatly into those. So workspace can handle those and then move the workflow along. You know, we like to we like to use an analogy if you think about it. I'm sure most people listening to the this podcast, you know, they have somewhere between 50 and 200 emails in their inbox unopened at any point in time. And when a notification from one of these other systems, be it Workday or ServiceNow, ends up being 199, it takes some time before it gets there. And the workspace with intelligence gives you the ability to surface that if it's critical, so you can address it immediately and keep things moving along. Like the example I used earlier about the non-standard work orders, any static files that are sitting in some collaboration tool, and, and if you think about the employee uh, world, you know, if I need to go and create a form, I do it in Word, I do it in Excel, and I save that and I use it over and over again. And what we see is over 60% of the documents that people use on a regular basis are not in an automated next generation SaaS. They're essentially sitting in one of those forms. So we're able to help them identify where it is, streamline the workflow so that we can reduce the cycle time. And if it's tied to revenue in particular, I mean, there's a financial benefit that comes out. The next one happens to be things that you want to get visibility for. Um, a couple of people have told me that are not directly related to sales, but are in the product management side and in the operations. They said, I would love to know when an, something went into the system that was over a certain dollar amount, a hundred thousand, a million dollars, but they're not going to go log into the CRM system. Right? It's not convenient. They don't understand how to navigate it. So if we give them a notification that let them know, it's like, hey, listen, Ray just entered a new opportunity in the pipeline that's over a million dollars. This way it's on their radar. They can start to think about what's going to happen from a fulfillment perspective. The other um, opportunity that's developing here, a low-hanging fruit, there's a, a term called zero trust that's being implemented um, around corporations for security. Well, zero trust is interesting because it starts with a zero baseline and only provides access to what people need for their everyday job. Well, 
Today, most of the security tools provision an application to someone. So they, Ray Wolf, the salesperson, might get access to CRM or to a financial system. However, you really didn't intend me for me to see everything in that system. You only wanted me to see the two or three things I needed to touch where you could use workspace to lock that down. And then lastly, uh, one that um, is becoming a growing issue that it improves is really around data hygiene. Rather than having people go into the system of record and enter data into the 20 fields that it gives you ability to enter data, you're going to give them the ability to just enter data. The three fields that are important, you're going to be able to check that and make sure that you have data hygiene so that the quality of data that's going into your systems and records that you're using for your business intelligence and making decisions about what you do next um, really have a high degree of fidelity. Oh, that's awesome. Th these uh, examples and in, in areas of uh, interest and concern for an organization, you know, addressing these things is really, you know, process workflow on steroids. Um, and, and you can really begin to see how uh, these, you know, from very minor adjustments, you can really make some dramatic improvements to their business and operations uh, and visibility of information. I like the one, you know, especially the one you mentioned about, hey, I don't need to know everything, but it, when you got a million dollar deal or you got a million dollar delta in anything that we're doing, that would be good to know about. Yeah, it, exactly. And and we're discovering new uses all the time on what's coming up. We're currently working a couple opportunities um, in aerospace and in healthcare. I mean, and you think about it, you know, people are the common denominator and people are trying to get stuff done. Um, it, most interesting, you know, where we are getting early traction with opportunities um, and where customers are adopting it uh, the quickest is really around business line owners who have P&Ls and they're tasked with doing something new and scaling up without additional resources. So where do you get the bandwidth to go do that? And you just absolutely need to bring some automation, free up those survival and functional tasks, automate them, obsolete them, or delegate them so that employees have bandwidth to go work on something that's more transformational for the organization. The value proposition in the end of the day for workspace with intelligence is, you are going to get one day a week back or 20% productivity enhancement so that you can focus on things that are important to keep the company growing and disrupting the marketplace uh, as opposed to having to react to disruption. That's right. That's right. Um, and I think that's really uh, a, a great uh, summary uh, of this solution is how it really can help you both in being a disruptor but also, you know, to respond to disruption. And, you know, and that's really the, you know, the interest that we had in this solution and which is why we were really excited to have, you know, you here today, Ray. One last question. Um, in terms of an organization, would it help if the organization uh, is working with, uh, you know, process engineering specialists like, you know, Six Sigma or, 
or uh, lean, you know, manufacturing or some notion like that to assist in the uh, analysis of these activities? You know, I, I think having a company with that kind of mindset, you know, kind of even the Kaizen or lean manufacturing mindset, this fits hand in glove with that. This is the technology that will be the multiplier for that mindset and what you're already trying to do in the organization. Excellent. Excellent. Ray, is there anything else we should have covered about Citrix uh, workspace with intelligence or employee engagement that I forgot to ask? You know, I think the one thing that people should keep in mind, this is fourth generation SaaS technology. It is easy to implement, quick to get value, and easy to maintain. So I really would encourage anybody who is starting to explore in this area, spending time on employee experience, that they take a sip um, and try this out with a couple of applications and workflow. And then once they realize the benefit, then they can expand from there. And then lastly, I know we've talked about employee experience here, but this is really the secret sauce to having an awesome customer experience. And I don't know a situation where you can skip around your employees to get to the customer. So if you want an exceptional customer experience, you have to have an exceptional employee experience and all the more reason to invest in this technology. Yeah, excellent. Solid point, Ray. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been truly educational and amazing. And thank you to our audience for listening. I hope you found this podcast helpful. For any questions, comments, or feedback, please feel free to send me an email at gturner at mtm.com. For more about us, visit our website, mtm.com. For Ray Wolf and the folks at the Disruptive Enterprise, this is Greg Turner, and thank you. The Disruptive Enterprise is brought to you by MTM Technologies, a disruption solutions provider operating in the U.S. with technical expertise and IT experience, working with clients as a trusted advisor for over 30 years.